Outlast Podcast. I am Frank, and I'm with my mom, Shirley. Hi there. And today we are talking season 38, episode 11, Fasten Your Seatbelts. How would you think of this episode? I thought it was good. Yeah. Um, really liked that we had another reward challenge. Yeah, it's been a bit. It has been, and I really like those. So, you know, I'm glad that they brought that back. Uh, it was a good episode. It's, you know, we did still have our time that we got on... Um, you know, back at camp, yeah, showed yeah. a little bit of extinction, uh, edge of extinction, not a whole lot, but we got right, a little bit. Right, yeah. Um, so it was good. I liked it because it was a classic Survivor episode. It's been a little bit since we had like the last two weeks have been pretty active, a lot of things going on, you know. Yeah. So this was like a return to form. We have you know reward, our immunity, drama. Who's going to go out? It, it's right. clear as either one of two options. It wasn't like, I have no clue who's getting voted exactly, out. Exactly, yeah. So it was kind of nice to have just a good return to form. So it was yeah. a solid episode. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so uh, we're on day, I want to say 28, with eight people left. Um, last time we had a doubleheader with David and Kelly going out. Pretty crazy there. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. Lauren is sad to see Kelly go. Uh, she's also kind of like mad, wants revenge. But she knows that Rick is a threat. So there's... One aura that we're going to have this episode is how big of a threat both Dan and and Rick are. Right. Also, uh, Dan is War Dog. Rick Devins also said by those names. <laughs> I just want to clear. I think every yeah. episode I'm going to kind of throw that out here and there because yeah, they're right. really Best. leaning on the Devins thing. Yeah, they really are. <laughs> so I want to make sure we get that clear. Uh, Gavin says he wishes he was part of the plan. Yeah, and he was pretty mad. He was mad, but I kind of actually Dan jumped right back at him and saying yeah. like. Look, man, you just want to go the the numbers. You're not willing to make a move, right? What are you gonna do? And and Gavin's like, well, you're you know, he's his response not to uh, Dan at all is just the fact that like you're being a bully. You're you're barking out orders and right. stuff like that. Right. What did you think of that? Because I kind of I, I have to agree with Dan. Like you got to make the moves. You know. Yeah, you know, Dav- uh, Gavin, he's getting his feelings hurt the way he's being treated by Dan. Right. Uh, saying he's been treated like a dog and all that, but you know, he is kind of just laying back and letting Dan make the calls. He's going to the safe bets. You know, they felt like he couldn't trust him 100%, that he might tell Kelly. So I think it was a good move. You know, if you want to have that trust, you've got to step up and, you know, convince them that you're going to be with them and not, you know, tell somebody like Kelly that she's getting voted off. Yeah, there's, there's two things going on here. You want to get to the end, and totally fair on that point, but you also need to get there with a resume. Dan... As much as I'm not a big fan of Dan as the person, because he, he's a little arrogant. I don't normally like Very David. arrogant, yeah. I'm a David kind of person. I like David. <laughs> um, but you got to get there with something to be able to explain to the jury, like, look, this is what I did. Yeah. You know? And, yeah. and Gavin does not have that at all. Exactly. And he's complaining because he's not a part of somebody else's resume. It's like, come on yeah. now. Uh, so Gavin takes that complaint over to Victoria and Ron. And um, and I, I, it's one of those moments, and I'm going to say this a couple times throughout this episode because I was repeating it in my mind. Uh-huh. Don't trust Ron with anything. Yeah, you know he's playing both sides. Yeah. You got to really be careful with him. He is trying to spread his game over as many people as possible. You just can't trust him. I I really can't wait for people to every everybody to get on board with that. Um, right. He tries to mend. Ron ends up going to Julie trying to mend fences. And uh, Julie was kind of cool with everything. I was kind of surprised by that. Julie, the last couple of weeks, has been pretty volatile. Yeah, she really was. I mean, yeah. she wasn't part of the vote or anything either. And I don't think I would have been so cool about it. Yeah, and especially from Julie, who has been pretty upset with everybody Yeah, when changing games and how Ron changed the game on her. And she was cool with it. And she really kind of thought about it strategically, which was I'm pretty yeah. happy with. She's one of my favorites, so I was happy with that. Well, she was saying he's the only one that she can trust. So maybe she truly has... 
a lot of trust in him is why she's just going with it and not complaining. Yeah, but which, that's again, a bad move, you know? Don't trust Ron. Exactly, yeah. All right. And then, uh, and Ron's telling her, like, Aurora had the extra vote. I got extra votes, stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. You know, so so he is kind of giving her a little detailed information. Yeah. Which does, you know, does stroke uh, some trust. Right. Uh, Rick pulls Dan and Ron together and they start talking about, like, look, here's the deal. We all have these awesome resumes, the three of them, which is fair. They all three do. And if th- if they're smart enough, they'll start knocking us out. They won't right. want these guys at the end. They're getting to the point in the game where you need to start worrying about who's going to sit at the end with you. Yeah. Um, I think that's a good point. What do you think? I think that's the way I to think go. it is. Um, you know, they were saying that as soon as they get one of us out, they're going to get the other two. Right. And I truly believe that. You know, they've got to keep strong. Um, so, you know, their their plan is to go after Aurora because they said, you know, she's a challenge beast. She is, yeah. And she really is. She's You Outside, can really see yeah. it now that we've gotten rid of some of the players, yeah. you know, how strong she that's is. That's later on in my notes. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, people, you really see them step up, and, and which they may have already been doing, but, right. yeah, losing players, it really makes you notice some of the others. And taking out a game changer, a big player like that, is a huge boost to your resume. Exactly. If Gavin made the move to take out, like, Rick, Dan, and Ron, well, then Gavin deserves the win. I mean, he did a yep. really good move. So yep. they're starting to realize that. Uh, they all agree that Aurora is the easy vote to go with. Uh, I noticed that during this point, Ron's staying kind of quiet. Yeah. Which, again, my last time saying it, but don't trust Ron. Yeah. He's just, really not committing to anything. Him. Yeah. So. I don't I don't trust him at all. But well, we do have a soft alliance amongst the three three big dogs during this whole thing. Yeah. Um, we get into the challenge. It is a reward challenge. I was pretty excited about this reward. And yeah. What did you, you think of that challenge? I thought it was pretty good. Um I uh, I liked the the reward that they got. Yeah, was a Sabato mud bath, mm-hmm. and then a full lunch: sandwiches, chicken, roast beef, pulled pork, salad, wine. You know, yeah, the works really. So yeah, so I was <laughs> like, good. dang, that's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they needed it. Yeah, and so uh, the challenge itself: they have to swim to a platform, mm-hmm. they run across the platform, jump in the water, pull themselves under the platform. With a rope, which I like. We used to have that. Yeah. We haven't had it in a long time. Yeah, yeah. That was a really good one. So anyway, so they pull themselves through. They get back on the platform. They undo a rope, taking uh, one of the rings, and then swim back to another platform where they throw the ring on um, a target. You know, there's like a, yeah. a pole in the, the normal, water. Yeah. yeah. I think it was and five so they targets the they had to hit, hit it with. Yeah, yeah. Uh, real quick before we go any further, I just want to say, survivors cbs survivors uh their twitter handle ended up tweeting out the first like minute of this challenge which is really cool we got to see the part where dan salutes and everything like that yeah <laughs> um and we went ahead and, and and took the video and shared it as well so yeah. just a little shout out for the twitter account stuff like that so you're able yeah. to catch a little preview yeah. of that it was pretty cool so um let me explain the who's on the teams first we have a blue team right that has dan lauren rick and julie and then we have a yellow team that has ron aurora gavin and victoria so it ended up being a pretty good challenge. Um, Dan and Ron were the two first ones that went jumping off the platform. Yeah. And like you were saying, Dan slips. <laughs> he starts swimming. He's swimming to the wrong platform. And yeah, so that was pretty great. <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're yelling at him, telling him, no, no, you don't go the other way. It was hilarious. I love how he is just... <laughs> Dan, I'm telling you, first off, I went into this game not liking Dan at all because of his bio. I... 
really think Dan is a hell of a player when it comes to strategy. But when it comes to challenges, <laughs> he's he done. never does good at challenges. <laughs> he oh, really great. doesn't. Yeah, which is so funny. Yeah. Um, so they did the whole steps where they uh, went under the platform yeah. with the rope, got the ring. And once they get it over to the first one, over to the platform, I thought they had to wait for all of them. But the first one, then two of your other players can start throwing the ring yeah. to, yeah, to yeah, get yeah. it over the target. Mm-hmm. So as you do that, they both get there. Then Lauren and Aurora do the same thing. They jump in the water, go to the platform. Lauren, no, Aurora was a yeah. beast. She jumps in. And Rick. She goes all the way. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. She goes all the way through because when you go through this platform, there's an opening in the middle. So, so far, everybody yeah. that's done it gets to that opening, pops their head up to breathe. Right, right, right. Aurora goes right through and jumps back on that platform, gets that ring, tosses it as far as she could, dives in. And I mean, she did that task very quickly. Yeah. And that was, I meant, I said Rick, but Rick actually beast later on. Yeah. Aurora handled that like a champ. She's awesome. Yeah. She is. She's dangerous out there, guys. Yeah. And once they both get there, that's when Gavin and Rick kick in. They're the ones that that toss the the rings. rings. And that's where Rick killed it. Oh yeah, yeah. He he did really good. Gavin had a hard time getting any of those rings on, and um, Rick did a great job. Yeah. So um, they're voted they, away. Yeah, the blue team is the one that won, mm-hmm. and uh, it was just a really good challenge. What did you think? I, I liked it just because it was a classic. Again, part of this whole episode, it was a classic Survivor challenge. Yeah. Water challenge. Well, I mean, the water was beautiful out there. I just oh, thought, yeah. like, I want to be there so bad. Yeah, the really weather cool. was great. Yeah, really classic Survivor Challenge. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, anytime they got the, the swimming underwater, stuff like that, you really kind of, it's shaky for some people. Like, Keith had a hard time with water, stuff like that, so you yeah. really saw their, their weakness there. It was a good challenge all around. And I like, especially, I like the rewards where they get to go somewhere and experience something yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. It seems like it's been a long while since we had one of those. Yeah, it so. really has. So at that point, the boat comes to pick them up right, right there, yeah. you know, out in the water. So Rick, Dan, Julie, and Lauren are all going to go enjoy this mud bath. Yeah. So it's showing, you know, Rick and, and Dan, they're lathering each other up yeah. with this mud bath. <laughs> I'm like, dang, you got two girls right there. <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> that was that was fun, though. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. And then they, you know, they went in this uh, hot springs is what it looked like. And then enjoyed their lunch. So, I mean, they had an amazing lunch there. They seemed to all have a good time. And, uh, you know, Rick was saying we don't even need to strategize. The <sighs> girls are just kind of going with don't it. Don't do that, so, Rick. Don't do that. I know. You know, you kind of got to take advantage. But yeah. he just felt like he was just going to relax and enjoy the day. And then you have one thing that was really interesting. You had Lauren, who has been pretty quiet about her strategy because she's had Kelly overshadow her. Dan's loud and overshadowing her. Uh-huh. But she's still around, guys. She's she's smart enough oh, to be yeah. still around. She's really playing the game. She starts talking to Julie about, hey, what, what's the plan? What are yeah. you going to do? Yep. They both have different plans, but they're both uh, willing to work together. Right. And we see that later on uh, come back. Uh, Lauren wants to take out, who was it? That La- Ron. Lauren, yeah. Yeah. Lauren wants to take out Ron. Uh, I think that's because she still has an alliance with, with Dan. Right. Why throw away the vote? Yeah. Julie sees that Dan's a big threat. Let's get Dan out. So right. they're both kind of working together. This is outside of the order real quick. I want to mention that too. We're not, you know, normally we go head to, or right in order of everything going on. So I just want to kind of throw that this is later on in the episode. Yeah. So. Yeah. But I thought, I mean, I thought it was a real fun a challenge. Yeah. Or I mean, a real fun reward and stuff like that. Seeing them exactly. all kind of relax. Yeah. I especially like the ones, and I think we talked about this a long time ago, but maybe the first the season beforehand. 
Uh, I like the ones where they go to like the schools and help them like I fix love up those. the schools. Yeah, those, those are really, really good cool. ones. I think it was Joe's the last time I've seen somebody go at one and just totally embraced it. I wonder if we're gonna have that at all. I mean, we've only Matter got time. you know a couple more challenges. Well, yeah, maybe, maybe not in this three. season. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't think we're gonna see it in this one. More of these challenges are a lot of fun. I know it's not cost effective. <laughs> to, yeah, to always set these up. Sometimes yeah. you know, I understand that, and you guys got to make the show you know, as affordable as possible, but. Those are really great. Those are fun. Oh, yeah. They're heck so, of fun. Yeah. All right. So we get out of out of uh, challenge. We head over to Edge of Extinction where everything's going really great for everybody. Uh, Kelly's talking to Joe and uh, Aubrey how she's struggling with the vote and how it all went. And and it's it's one of those things where I like how she's confiding with Joe and Aubrey because they've been in this boat for a while now. They're returners. They've been voted out by their tribe mates. It was a surprise for both of them. Uh, they're both very strategic players. Well, not, not so much Joe, but Aubrey on that one. Right. And so it was kind of cool to see her kind of um, talk to them about all those struggles. Right. One person not having it at all was Reem, who is... Oh, I know. Just firing back right yeah. at Kelly. Yeah, she's so mean to everybody when they first get there. She really is. She's <laughs> she's part of the environment at Edge of Extinction. I think she's getting yeah. some side cut from CBS. She's like, look, we need you to make that <laughs> island as terrible as possible. Why don't you just chew everybody out right away? No, she's, she's upset because... Her game was shut down real fast by Kelly exactly. in the first yeah. first episode. Uh, day three, she tried to take Kelly out, and that that backfired on her. And I mean, I kind of how do you how do you feel about this? Who are you? What side do you want? I feel both sides are kind of correct. Well, I do too, but I mean, I I don't like that. Reem, you know, first thing she says, karma's a bitch. And then she goes on to say, everyone here is mad at someone. Get it off your chest. You have to do that to, you know, get beyond it. Well, sweetheart, you ain't getting shit off your chest because... She's been mad at everybody. She's got a chip on her shoulder that even though she has been telling people, she's not at peace at all. Yeah. You know, she's she's still... Very upset yeah. about the whole thing. And it's one of those things where I think that's that's going to come back to bite Reem later on. I think she needs to get past that, focus on her future game. She's been around for a long time, but that's because of the necessity of, of Edge of Extinction. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that she needs to really kind of take stock, come back a little bit, and see that when you, if by chance, Reem wins the challenge and gets back into this game, which would be amazing because she's the first oh person God, out of the game. Oh, my God, believe that? Come, it'd be, <laughs> that would it'd be, be so freaking crazy. nuts. It'd be for the storybooks. <laughs> if she does... We're always assuming that the person who comes back, and it's kind of even mentioned later on in this episode, the person who comes back and and can get to the end is an easy vote for the jury because they spend the time with that person. Right. A person like Reem, who burns everybody who gets to Edge of Extinction for no reason, yeah. really. Yeah. That they're you're gonna be missing out on the free votes. Yeah. You know they're at their lowest low when they yeah. first get there. You know. You are not making any friends to be the first one that slams them like that. Even just as a person, Kelly is distraught and complaining. Right. And Reem has to have seen that in every single person who's gotten to that oh, island. of course. Yeah. So why jump Kelly over it? Yeah. I mean, yeah, she got you out first week and, oh, she ruined your survivor experience. But you signed up for, and you, she even said, like, you know, as a super fan, it upsets me. As a super fan, you should understand how this game's played. Yeah. And the fact that, you know what, not to be mean, that shit happens. Oh, yeah, most you definitely. Need to, you know. Some amazing players got kicked out early on. Players yeah. I wanted to do better. Last season, I wanted Natalia to do way better. Yeah. Natasha. I said Natalia. <laughs> I, I can't believe one season later, I'm still getting those two mixed up. <laughs> Natasha. I wanted Natasha to go much farther, and she didn't. And yeah. it was because, you know, shit happens. Yeah. So I really didn't care for how Reem jumped uh, Kelly over it. But yeah. I understand that she's upset. You just kind of, sure. you know. But at some point, 
she's out there all these days. I mean, when do you come to peace with it? You know, you have to. Everybody else is. Yeah. You know, even Kelly's talking about that. She hopes that, you know, when she gets home, she can make peace with it, you yeah. know, and just realize that that she had a chance to have a great experience. Yeah. And she talks about how she knows she, her family is going to laugh at her. Yeah. Because <laughs> she got voted off with an Which idol is a in good her pocket. Out, yeah. You good know? outlook on it. Yeah. But yeah, you know, she's just she's really distraught right now. I mean, she she's is very yeah. upset. But, you know, looking ahead, she knows that she'll be able to come to peace with it. And, man, Reem is just I think she needs to take very it down upset notch. about the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. But I did like yeah. how Kelly started taking stock of, like, I have my family, I have my husband, yeah. I have my experience. Something that us as listeners, I'm sure the people that are listening to us, all agree that, man, I would love to be on that island for just a day oh, to experience it yeah. for one day. Yeah. And then I want a bed to go back to. Exactly. But- <laughs> One day's good. Can I be there for the reward? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's all, I want. all right. So we're back at camp. Uh, Ron starts thinking of all his options and uh, he's scheming. That kid's, he's scheming like crazy out yeah, there. Yeah. Um, Rick's name keeps coming up as a challenge threat, which is something we saw in the past. Yeah. I think this is, and Aurora is also a threat too. So whenever Rick's name's not out there, Aurora is also the threat. Right. This is also a side effect of the fact that we don't have Eric or Joe showing off. We talked about it in the past where Joe and Eric, the guy calmed down. They're big yeah, targets. Exactly. They voted out because they were big targets. Yeah. Now we're hearing more names. It's worrisome. Yeah. Especially since I'm a Rick fan. So. Yeah. Ron was even talking about, you know, how, how he hasn't eaten in 11 days. Yeah. He was pretty disappointed, you mm-hmm. know. But, you know, the game goes on. He yeah. started strategizing right away, you know, with Aurora and Gavin. Yeah. Trying to get Rick out. So. Yeah. And he even tells Aurora about the extra vote. And, uh, or I'm sorry. Um. What? No, not that. Sorry. Surprisingly, he had told Julie. Earlier. He told Julie yeah. about her. Yeah. yeah. What surprised me was that he gave Aurora back the extra vote. Yeah, I was. I surprised was very about surprised that. by that. He put it in her bag, and I was just like, he to me, it looked like, and he had already mentioned it a couple times, that you know he might have to use that vote against her. Yeah, and then he even in that conversation right there, as he's putting it away, and then in the shots of the camera, he's talking about how oh, I might just vote her out with it. If that is going through your mind at all, why'd you put that vote in her bag? Exactly. What a waste. Yeah. So yeah. I don't think that's I don't think that's actually going through his mind. I think yeah. that was something he was just saying off the cuff. But it's funny because you know the editing is a little tricky on this because they could have done whatever. But yeah. Right afterwards, they're arguing over how much rice to use. Exactly. And Ron's wanting to use more. Aurora's saying, you know, one cup at a one cup will be yeah. fine for all of us. He says, "You're not the rice Nazi." <laughs> <laughs> And it just shows how much the, that relationship is struggling and stuff yeah. like that. And, you know, if they were to team up, they'd be really strong. Them, throw Julie in there, too. You can yeah. take it all the big dogs. I love that Ron says, if I have to go 39 days with Aurora, I need $2 million. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you guys, if, if I can go back in time and tell you, get Ron out of there, he's dangerous. He'll flip on anybody. Yeah. He's just complaining. Yep. All right, so then we check, uh, timeline-wise, we check up with everybody on the reward and everything's going well over there. And yeah. then we get into the challenge, and it's immunity challenge. How did that challenge go? It went great. So they have to uh, race over an op- some obstacles, mm-hmm. carrying a buoy. Yeah. And they can't touch the ground bet- between the obstacles. They actually did well with that. I thought that was going to be a it problem. It reminded me so much of American Ninja Warrior. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, actually. That first part of American Ninja Warrior where you can't step on the water and you're like bouncing back and yeah. boards. I was like, oh, that reminds me of that. Yeah. They all Anyways. did very well with that. Yeah. And then uh, they have to maneuver a second buoy. Through a long tunnel uh, made of net. Mm-hmm. So they have to do that. And then, which Rick just killed that. Yeah. He went right through there. Um, then they have to grab a third buoy and crawl under a net. And then um, 
they use the key that's attached to the buoys to unlock a puzzle, which ends up being a star. Right. So um, I think it went well. I, it's crazy that, you know, Aurora was the first one to get through the obstacle, but Rick just killed it. You know, he yeah. crawled under that Every net so it, fast. Yeah. yeah. Even when Rick is killing it, though, Aurora's right behind him. Yes. Both of them showing Aurora off that they're very threats, good. Yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, they both get to, they all kind of get to the puzzles relatively close. Yeah. Nobody's really ahead in the puzzle too much. Right, right. Uh, Rick and Aurora both had a little bit of advantage yeah. there. Yeah, they both got there first. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, Gavin and, and Dan, Julie and Ron. And Aurora saying how much she hates puzzles. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the two of them definitely were ahead. Um, and then Rick starts struggling and he yeah. can't. And he has like, get those it looks like just one more piece left. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then he gets it. Yeah. And, you know, Rick wins. Okay. The first thing he Man, says he is La Cesare. Okay. Have you ever heard that before? I think I have in the past. Okay. I had to look it up because okay. I have never heard that before. Yeah. So. Okay, so a bit of info. Most of you probably know what it is, but I didn't. So it's a catchphrase. Okay. And it comes from the Tony Cor- Kornheiser show. Okay. Have you heard of that before? No. Okay, so La Cheserie is a reference to the cheese counter in a liquor shop, Calvaret Woodley Wines and Spirits. Okay. Okay. And then it's owned by a family of Steve Sands, who frequently appears on the show. Okay. So, you know, Rick watches the show often. Hey, perhaps. Right? Yeah. And, you know, this Korn, Kornheiser show and uh, this Steve Sands appears a lot. Yeah. And so I guess that's a pretty popular saying. They said that like I haven't heard of when before. people are on the golf, cor- golf course that they say it quite a bit. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I, I can see I Rick know, as a golfer. A, a bit of info, you know, I was like, what the heck is that? So, of course, I'm Googling it right yeah. away. I'm such a bad golfer <laughs> that I don't have the terms, but I. Yeah, I don't even know if I'm saying it right. I just La mostly Chesare, go for the, the little club part at the end where you have your ham- your sandwich. <laughs> exactly. Get my grilled cheese. I order it like two holes in. Like, hey, get ready for my grilled cheese. I'm coming back soon. Yeah. That's pretty much what I do when I go golfing. That's awesome. That's good research. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I thought it was kind of funny that he said that. And, yeah. you know. But yeah, course, Rick winning, people- boy, he needed that real bad. It's so funny because when I did look it up, that's the first thing it said. Rick on Survivors oh, that's said cool. this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so this is what it means. You know? So I was like, okay, heck, a lot of people are looking that up. Yeah. <laughs> when he did win, I liked how everybody's faces were like, son of a gun. Oh, you know? yeah. Lauren's they especially. They did not want that. Yeah. Even Lauren's face was kind of like, I, this is what I'm telling you guys. You know, it was one of those kind of faces like, he's the problem. Yeah. Uh, Gavin thinks it's time, though, uh, that with Rick on, or with Rick locked in, it's time to get War Dog or Dan out. Yeah. yeah, it's time to get time to get him out. Yeah, we get back to tribe. Everyone is for, uh, focused on on Dan being the new target. Ron feels uh, after Dan, he's the biggest threat. Right, he's kind of afraid to get Dan out because yeah. he knows he's next. You know, he doesn't want to lose that shield. Especially yeah. if Rick continues to keep winning the challenges. Now, do you feel he's the biggest target after Dan? Um, I think so because I think people are seeing the three of them together. Oh, okay. So you know, if Rick wins again. Because he's won two in a row, so yeah. you never know. Look at Cochran, he won a uh, ton in a row. Yeah. Oh my God, I know. Uh, I think if Rick doesn't, then he would be next, just because they're already targeting him so much. I think that makes Rick the bigger threat then. I was surprised when he said that. I was like, dude, Rick's the one that's doing the same strategy as you do. Yeah. He's come back from Edge of Extinction, which right. means he's a jury threat, and he keeps winning challenges. Like, I, Rick is my favorite, but you all need to be focusing on him at every second you have a oh, chance. Oh, yeah. He's Most too good. Most definitely. Yeah. If he gets to the end, he wins the show. Oh, I mean, heck yeah. At this point. Heck yeah. I know and he him. deserves it if he does, you <laughs> yeah. know. Yeah. So Dan is aware of the situation. So he starts pitching Aurora and, and 
and he's talking, you know, he's just kind of just getting his name out yeah. there saying like, Hey, you know, let's, let's, let's get Aurora out, you know? Yeah. So he's pitching it to, to Ron and Julie. Uh, Julie doesn't quite trust Dan. So it's kind of, you know, there's a whole problem there. Julie yeah. has a real problem with trusting people. She doesn't like when the plan changes too much. Yeah. So that's going on. But a little, you know, I, one thing I really liked about Julie is she's the most, she's one of the most earnest people out there. Right. She already had a conversation with Lauren before during a reward. Mm-hmm. So she's like, I don't know about this Aurora thing. Let me go talk to Lauren. Somebody had talked to before. And Lauren's like, look, I, you know, that's what I wanted. She didn't want Dan out of there. Yeah. So she's all, she's all down with that too. Yeah. She, she says, I know the devil I'm working with. Yeah. With, pertaining with Dan. to Dan. So, yeah. you know, she feels like if she takes Aurora, at least she can kind of, keep an eye on Dan and kind of knows his way of thinking. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. That might work for her. And Aurora's noticing that there's a lot of people that are not talking to her. So she goes and, and, and speaks with Ron and she's worried about Ron, but you know, she started to talk like, okay, who can we get out? Let's maybe yeah. we can get Dan out. Uh, Ron's always willing to flip aside because right. you can't trust oh, yeah, Ron. He's I can't both say sides it for sure. <laughs> he's super dangerous. <laughs> All right. So we're going into tribal. That's what it's down to is, is it Dan or is it Aurora? How mm-hmm. did tribal go? Uh, it went good. There was a lot of questions again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So when they first came in, I thought it was cute that Kelly got all yeah. excited and said he got it. I was hoping you'd say that. Rick, you know, won the immunity idol again. And, he, I, and she was mentioning that to David, which yeah. of course is you know, a Rick <laughs> fanboy. So that was great. Yeah. So uh, Jeff starts asking questions. So he's talking to the first one he talks to is Dan. Yeah. And he says, what is the temperature back at camp? And then Dan's saying, uh, and he's asking, is it friendly? Has it shifted? Paranoia? And Dan's like, yes, the numbers go down. There's less people you can point fingers at, which is so true. You yeah. know, I mean, now you're seeing people's strength. Like I said, with Aurora, we're noticing, you know, what a great person she is at challenges. But um, yeah, when it gets low. You can't hide you and you got to start yeah. cutting off friends, people yeah. that you had agreements with before. Right. Yeah. Right. So um, that gets pretty tricky at that point. Then he goes to Gavin. And he says, it looks like you had a reaction to that. And he's saying, yeah, you know, Dan is saying everyone's talking to everyone, but we haven't talked since Kelly got voted out. Right. Yeah. So, you know, then Dan chimes in and says, he has the audacity to say, if I had known you had the numbers, I would have went along. Yeah. Because he's kind of tired, you know, of um, Gavin. Just yeah. writing his shirt tails, basically. You know, it, it's yeah. step up and play the game. You got to agree with him, too. Yeah. I, you know, it's it's one of those things where, again, Dan may be aggressive. You may not care for Dan's personality, but he's the one that's doing everything to win the game. Right. And Gavin, while he might be a nice guy, he's just not winning this game. Dan, right. Dan is, str- is pushing it out there to win the game. He's building that resume. Yeah. So you got to give it to him on this yeah. one. Yeah, and then, you know, Gavin brings up the whole thing about how there's two different ways to approach things. Yeah. You know, you can't talk, uh, you can either talk to someone or at someone, and, you know, that's why we haven't talked is because yeah. of the way that Dan's been talking to me. You that's know? that's fair, and I think that might have been where Kelly worked out well in that, that alliance. Kelly had a really good habit of talking to people in a lot better way Yeah, when Dan would... Bar quarters, like he was saying before, like Gavin was saying before. Right. So that's that's a fair point. Dan could have approached the situation a little better. Yeah, definitely. Uh, then he goes on to Rick, and he says, every tribal can be a turning point. There's no way to stop that ball from rolling down the hill, which is great if you're the one pushing and not the one uh, about to get rolled over. You yeah. know. And he says, absolutely. The last players uh, voted out of the game have been big targets. Yeah. So, you know, you look around and say, am I pushing the ball or am I caught up in this? You yeah, know? of course. So, you know, that's very true. You really have to look and, and make sure that 
you're the one calling the shots. Yeah, and it's one thing that they had mentioned before, and it was mentioned again in this episode with Aurora, is when you see that nobody's talking with you, nobody's asking you questions, they don't need your information, means you're the target. You're caught yeah. up in it. So, yeah. Yeah, it, it's getting real close, and it's it's getting scary. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Then he goes to Dan, and he says, do you agree that it's been a lot of big targets that are now on the jury? And he says, absolutely. Since the merge, everyone has been a big target. And then, you know, he says, does that concern you? Absolutely. I feel like uh, my target has grown the last few tribals. Mm -hmm. And then he says, first, I had to battle for 13 days with David. And then Kelly was preparing her endgame that didn't include me. That's why Ron and I had to vote her out. So he's like really throwing Ron under the bus. Yeah, but yeah, he is. <laughs> but then uh, Jeff talks to Ron. Yeah. And, you know, uh, he says, that's a big move by Dan. He just put you in that cage right with him. And, uh, you know, Ron goes on to say, that's truthful. I was part of it. Uh, there's a point where you have to look around and see who the threats are and decide when to make the move to remove them from the game. And at this point, Kelly's rolling her eyes. <laughs> yeah, Kelly has a big reaction to this. And then Jeff's following statement, which I thought is the linchpin of this whole thing. Yeah. Uh, you probably have it written there, but I'll just mention it real quick. Is um, Jeff saying, oh, everybody's working the jury. Yes. <laughs> You're starting yep. to see people work the jury. Yeah. Which is funny because this season, different than all the 37 other seasons, mm -hmm. the jury's been there for longer than ever. And so you had longer time to work the jury. It's full of more people that you know. Yeah. And we're seeing that. Dan's yeah. statement in this tribal council was all pure jury gold. Mm -hmm. And Kelly's reaction, hot or cold, doesn't matter because she's got to at least respect the fact that Dan made the move at the right time. Yeah. So it's it's interesting. It, you know, it's just funny that, yeah, everybody's working the jury like it's the last tribal already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, you have to be careful about that because, you know, if you're working the jury and you're bragging about it. Yeah. And, you know, I'm the biggest threat. I did this. I got this one out. I got that one out. It's just a little too early. You're the biggest threat. Yeah, it is. Well, it is. Yeah, but you're yet right. you do want the jury to see that. It's a tough so one. It's a fine it was line. Victoria that had mentioned that, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 So you're you're sitting there and you're you're playing it like it's the last game, but then you're showing everybody else your last game right. strategy. And so it's like, oh yeah, this guy could beat me in votes. Let me get him out before it's a problem. Right. You're, you're not right. Yeah. It, it's hard because you're not at the end. But you definitely want the jury to see this at this at this point because they're forming their decision already. Right. You know, so you want to throw all that out there so that they have respect for you. It's a tough but one. But you've got to be very careful. You yeah, know, it's a tight I mean line. they could just be, all right, next one going is so and so because they're bragging yeah. and they're, you know, or they sit there and think, Wow, they did get that one out and this one out brings yeah. attention to it more, you know. Is there anyone that you can see of the eight that are left at this point? That's playing that well. Is there anybody that's bragging too much, not bragging enough? Somebody that's in the middle, who do you think is doing that? I think Lauren is going to be somebody to really watch. That's a good catch. I didn't even think Lauren, but because that is a very good catch. she's not bragging about anything, but she's in the middle of a lot. She's been in on all the votes that are, you know, she's been in the inside of that. It, honestly, it's it's that part of that Lasso thing, too. Right. If you were part of Lasso and you've gotten to the end, which it's crazy that this many have, it's crazy that the Lasso players have, have been shock callers a lot of this way mm -hmm. dan and everything like that that i mean you guys have gone through the manula sue problems and yeah. you're here so lauren is uh, yeah she's good she's playing this game perfectly yeah she's doing really good mm -hmm. so then he goes on to talk to gavin he says three people said the targets are the biggest threats and gavin said yeah that's why the jury's sitting over there people saw them as a threat and possibly winning the game 
that's why they're over there and we're over here. So, you know, still work in the jury. Of course. You oh, know what yeah. I mean? Because oh, yeah. by complimenting that them, yeah. you know, that's that's giving him some kudos. Doing you know, a very good job. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, so he asks Aurora, he says, if we did an anonymous survey, would everybody agree on who the threats are in the group of eight? And she says, absolutely not. Everything in this game is about perception. Each day it changes and will continue to change. The game is not where we're near, is not near over and there's no one threat. Right. Which is true. There's, there's a few of them there, I think. Oh, yeah. That are threats in different ways. Some more vocal than others. Yeah. Challenge threats versus, you know, strategy threats. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look at Dan. You know, threats. he's he's socially a threat. Yeah. But definitely not in challenges. No. <laughs> Aurora, she kills the challenges. You and know? Doesn't, can't seem to stream together a, a good enough alliance to get very far. Right. Yeah. Right. So then he goes on to Lauren and he says, is there a consensus of who the real threats are? And she says, it depends who you want to sit with at the end who I might perceive as a threat, Julie might not perceive as a threat. So I think it's really a gray area. Yeah. Which is true. Yeah, that's how everything's been going right now. Yeah. 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 Because, yeah. you know, like Julie, of course, she's with Ron. She doesn't see it a threat. Lauren may because of the three that, that um, you know, we see Well, with that example, in alliance. We, we've literally seen that example this episode where where we see that Lauren is thinking that Ron's a threat, and we know the the reason behind that is because she wants to keep Dan in the pocket, right? And Julie's seeing Dan as a threat because we he she sees him being vocal during tribals, and she's got Ron in the pocket. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, their vision vision of a threat is way different. Yeah. And yet they're still working together. Right. Definitely. So then he goes to Rick, and he says, uh, "What do you do to make sure you're not the threat, but to make sure that you get out the people that you think are a threat?" And then um, even if that might not line up with everybody else, it right. was the rest of yeah. the question. And then, um, uh, you know, he's, he just says every opportunity is a setback and every setback is an opportunity, which is so true. You know, well, yeah, he's been to edge of extinction and back. So he knows yeah. that for sure. Yeah, definitely. He's, and 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 overcoming the setbacks are huge resume builders. Yeah. So yeah, he says well. the, the last two tribals, I felt like I needed to win to stay safe. But every time you win, you worry that you will be a threat, mm-hmm. you know, because definitely, yeah. you know, like, like Aurora, you know, everybody's looking back. at her <laughs> when she comes back from a challenge because she killed it and yeah. they're like, you know, we need to get her out. So it's kind of hard, you know, you want to do good at the game, yeah. but you got to kind of lie low and it's a real twist this time that your jury's already there. It's amazing. It's That's such it's something, a big twist. I don't think they could repeat that either. Yeah. I think now, Edge of Extinction, I think is the last time we're going to see that crazy right. twist. Yeah. Right. I, I think so too. So um, he continues, Rick continues and just says, uh, I feel like we're all walking around camp like Julius Caesar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone has a knife behind their back. He says, it's pretty scary around camp. And then uh, Jeff goes on to ask Ron, uh, you kind of relish in that idea, don't you? And Ron says, no, I don't like that. That's why I stay with people I can trust. So that's kind of funny, huh? <laughs> Julius Caesar. Yeah. Well, and, but, and you Ron, know, it's, speaking it's of kind trust of is a true yeah. because, you know, there'll be people talking and somebody walks up and boom, they, they change that conversation. I mean, yeah. you've got so many people out there to get you. Yeah. And, and this, at this point we've seen so many people out there that are just, they're playing the strategy so hard. You can't, you don't know if they're lying to you yeah. all the time. They can be lying to you. Yeah. And then I really like this one where he's talking to Lauren and he's sa- or Lauren just says, everybody believes they can win. Yeah. If they want to take you to the end, 
they think they can win you. Yeah. So you really got to think about that. You know, somebody like Dan, for instance, you know, might say, oh, well, I, I want to take you and Kelly all the way to the end. Has he thought all this time that he can win the two of them? Yeah. And then why does he think that? And yeah. Yeah. Can, yeah. can you, is there something you know he doesn't know to be able to beat him? Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Jeff talks to Aurora just saying, you know, it's like being on a narrow balance beam. And she says, some people are going to be surprised by the end of this night. Yeah. So uh, right before it's time really to vote. Her, she's done that before where she she kind of spills a little bit she too does. much. She does. She likes doing that. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Joe says, fasten your seatbelts. You know, he knows this is going to be a interesting vote. And that's when uh, Jeff says it's time to vote. And so. No idols are played. No idols are played, which is crazy to me. Yeah. Um, I don't know how much longer Lauren has. Final five. It's usually I, a final five. Yeah. 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 So um, our man, Dan, he gets five votes. War Dog's out. And Aurora only gets two. So, yes, he's he's out of the game. He makes the crazy decision to go to Edge of Extinction. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly is super excited. Oh, I can't wait she for She says that they got revenge for me. So, yeah. you know, she was all happy. Oh, that's gonna be and good. Uh, Gavin's winking at Kelly as though he's the one that made that play, which which is kind of smart. It, even if he know? didn't, even if he didn't, that wink was smart. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Rick, all of a sudden, they scan over to him, and he's pretty worried. Oh yeah, you know he's he the real with, big threat. Oh next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He better win immunity next time because he's in trouble. Oh, yeah. And yeah. you know, before Dan leaves, he's telling him it wasn't me. You know, not me. I didn't do it. Well, there was only two for Aurora, so I'm assuming that's Dan and Rick, you know. Yeah. Everybody else was pretty much on board. So Which means Ron turned on you, pay attention. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, Dan's leaving. He said, you guys made the right decision. Love you, you know. So it was, it was a pretty good tribal. What do you think? I liked it. We had a lot of stuff going on. We, we, we had some tells, you know, and, and it's just one of those tribals where we're getting towards the end and everybody's analyzing the game itself. I thought it was really a good one. I, I liked it. I'm kind of happy with who went home just because it's getting to a situation where if Rick and Ron goes home, then who the hell wins this game? I know, huh? It's crazy. It really is. And you, you, if Rick and Ron goes home next and even like, even if Rick goes home, I guess Ron will get the vote, but I'm not, I'm not personally, I'm not a big fan of Ron because I feel like he's not strategizing. He's only surviving, which I know is the point of the game, but he's, he's pulling moves like going with the heavy hand. He's, he's, he's doing the Gavin, but he's louder about it basically. Um, so I'm not necessarily a big fan of Ron, but if Rick and Ron go home, I mean, who do you, if, if Gavin, that wink might give it to him, you, you vote know? for Lauren, my girl. Well, yeah, no, you're <laughs> right. You're right. No, honestly, you are exactly right. She would yeah. win it. But the thing is, is like, she hasn't been vocal about it. So she's not, yeah. but that's, that's perfect. Yeah. We haven't heard a resume at all from but her. You know, she, she does need to it. step up. Yeah. She still can lean on the resume that's been built already. She yeah. worked in Lasso and all sorts. Yeah, I didn't even think about it, but that's a good point. Yeah. Lauren is the one you go with. But you know, even though I picked Lauren, I love Rick. You know, Me too. I didn't pick him I, in the beginning. I picked Rick. <laughs> I know you did, and just but through the game, I just love Rick. And I, you know, even yeah. though I picked Lauren, I don't care. I really want Rick. Not to, to win. brag. <laughs> Not to brag. We've been doing this for well, thirty-eight seasons now. Yeah, we always pick somebody. Well, no, thirty-seven because it's the first one we didn't do. But anyways, we always pick someone to win. How good are we at this? We're pretty good. We pick some pretty good Our people. Our person usually always gets down to like the last the, three. The last three. Yeah. And they are always at least entertaining and fun oh, to watch. Oh, yeah. Oh, my I God. I mean, okay, yeah. so I got Rick, I got Aubrey, and I got, oh, boy, why can't I think of the other one? <laughs> Julie, Julie, sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was just funny that all of a sudden that came, there was a blank <laughs> on me. 
I'll go over my favorites real quick. Aubrey's been quiet this whole time, but I, I still think she's coming for a comeback. Yeah. Um, Julie, I liked this episode because we saw her kind of like look outside of the Ron sphere. Right. Yeah. She went back good. to Lauren to kind of convene with her, which might help her in the future. I liked that. Um, and then there's Rick. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Rick He's is a badass. Rick is out as soon as he doesn't win immunity, but as long as he keeps winning them, we're okay. Oh my God. Like I said, Cochran yeah. got so far because of that and won the show. So yeah. Pull a Cochran. I'm okay with that. Yeah, he really needs to because, boy, they want him. As soon as he doesn't get immunity, they're going to vote him out. So I, I, Rick's Rick, strategy-wise, not doing so well because, of course, he's a big target. But in enjoyment of watching, he's all the way to the top. Oh, I love great. watching Rick's moves. Yeah. He's a lot of fun. Yeah, definitely. How are your favorites doing? Well, I've got Joe and Eric both on you know edge of extinction, yeah. so that kind of sucks. I'm hoping that well, okay. Joe comes back. I'll give you this. The person who just, okay, if Aurora went back to edge of extinction, it would have been harder for Joe to come back. Well, with Dan there, he's going to beat Dan in the challenge oh, every true. week. that's true. Yeah, Dan's so not going to do well in the Joe challenge. Joe and Eric just had a good week because Dan got to edge <laughs> extinction with them. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Yeah. Um, and then I have Lauren, and she's doing good. Yeah. You know, she does good at challenges. She's, she's kind of yeah. laying low, but she's been with that, you know, trio for a while. She'll have a good resume when she's it comes sleeper, time to. She's she's good. Yeah, when it comes time to show it, so. Yeah. Yeah, she's did good. It's a good week. All right. Um, anything else from this episode you want to talk about? Um, we have next week's as well. Nope. I think that was pretty much it. It, it was a good, it was a solid yeah. episode. I really enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, it really was. Next week, we see that uh, Ron's trying to trick Rick with the whole fake advantage oh, and stuff like that. Again, for the 15th time, don't trust Ron. Then we see that they're going through Rick's bags. Yeah, that's so messed up. I the girls are going through the bag, and then he walks up. Yeah. It looks like they're reading the, the advantage. Yeah. So I'm hoping that by reading that, they see that it's expired and let Rick know. Or Because that's what they said when Ron gave it to him, is that it, it's an expired advantage. Right. Yeah, but I would like it if, if for somehow they read the advantage and act on the fact that there's an advantage or something like that, and it blows up in their face because the advantage is no good. I don't right. know. Actually, that's probably more yeah. likely to hurt Rick than help him. But I would think the paper would say that there's only a certain amount of time because Ron knows that. He yeah, knows that it it's usually no would good. say, but if but there's some reason Ron thinks it's going to pass. So he must have torn that part off. Oh, or, true. Because Ron assumes that Rick's going to fall for it. So yeah. there must be some way he's hiding that. He probably is. All right. Then we got your favorite week. I love it. The <laughs> loved one challenge. Yeah. We got family coming in. So that'll be good. You know, I kind of wish that with the loved one challenge that we also got the edge of extinction people. I mean, we don't know. Wouldn't that be so cool? It would be I very mean, expensive to do. It's just the mom and me. But uh, you I, know. Know it is. <laughs> I would like all them to have their family members, too. Uh, that would be, yeah, but, that would be nice. Know, I, I doubt it. But. Defeats the purpose of Edge of Extinction. I know. But yeah. <laughs> oh, you know how we're making things terrible? Why don't we bring your folks in? Yeah, what the heck? <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's going to fly. No, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'm excited for it. Victoria looks like she's excited. And yeah. Like that. yeah. Her, so that'll be a good week. Yeah, definitely. All right, guys. So I think that's about it for us. Uh, Amazing Race is also going on right now. Yes. God, I love it. That's so good. Rupert, he's uh, so awesome. Well, that's well, the thing. <laughs> I don't Hold know on. how well he'll do an Amazing Race, but. Like, right after we're done recording this, we're about to go watch Amazing Race. Right. So we don't we know how well Rupert episode. did. Yeah. No spoilers for the next I might be saying season. that, and he's voted out. Exactly. Hopefully not. <laughs> exactly. Voted so. out. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. It's not really a vote, but. <laughs> well, from what we saw the previews of this week's Amazing Race, again, you guys are already knowing this information is new for us. <laughs> is there is a vote of some sort on who do you turn. Oh, that's right. I love Amazing uh, Race. Yeah. I wish it came on more often like Survivors does. Yeah, you know, yeah, definitely. So we have that, and I uh, hope you guys are enjoying that as well. I know, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll see you guys next week. Okay, bye-bye.
Thanks for joining us on the Outlast Podcast. You can find us through Twitter on Outlast Podcast One. Hope to see you there. Oh,